in studio oh yeah keeping up the roommate are we oh yeah man said hey i gotta go to bed but we're, we're podcasting buddy All we right. gotta get this out to the world absolutely i don't care how many of our Bedtime neighbors be damned i don't care how many of our neighbors we keep up we got some important news to address the first being i've got a big announcement to our listeners Ooh, and that's that my co-host Joseph felton has an unbelievable mustache <laughs> yes indeed this is this is a killer look. I think you got to challenge the wife and keep it. I think you should tell her, "Hey, give me a month. I bet I can be promoted." <laughs> to what? I bet I keep wearing this mustache around the the office. People might just respect me a little bit she more. She can't even look me in the eyes with this thing. Why is that? She just it just she just can't. Yeah, I guess that's the problem. Like she's the person that sleeps with you, so you know. Yeah, she, she does just kind of get a say. She gets a little say. I like the Andy Reid look. Huh? No, it's Andy Reid. <laughs> it's it's got it's, it's got it's the, the first time it's got like a, a like thickness to it. Oh, as opposed to just being like uh, like, like a Luigi V look. No, it's you got never a little, been. You got a little bit of the gap on the bottom. It's never been. It's never been like very stringy like that. But this is like this. Like I can, I feel like the warmth of it. It's uh, it's nice. We recording or yeah no, yeah I was just uh, no no I was checking your numbers you're all set oh it, my it bothers I um, check out <laughs> it bothers me that I can't grow better facial hair oh I know a lot of people who can't grow all I feel like good it's it's health. unfair of the Lord or the universe to both take the t- you hair, believe in the Lord whatever you want to believe in <laughs> the whoever, cosmos whoever you want to hold fault for for this I feel like it's unfair to both lose the hair on top of your head oh, without okay. at least being able to grow cool facial hair. But I, they probably go hand in hand in a in a sense. No, like, it seems like bald dudes like usually follicle. grow like good beards. Yeah, no, I hear that. Um, yeah, there's it's it's actually usually with with dudes. I think it's a, like an overproduction of testosterone, which ruins the hair on top of your head, which also creates beard hair. And my in my case, it's just the body being lazy. It's you're just, just like, like <laughs> oh for three on that one. <laughs> yeah, the body's just like we're not gonna <laughs> use fuel for that. You know, we're, we're going to try and be a little bit more efficient. <laughs> no, my my like, and this is also one of the first times that the beard part after I've shaved, it's like come back like stubbly. Feel like I'm turning into like a real, a real man. There you go. But uh, no, I, I I like the stash. So other than no, no yes. one has said a word at work. That's I've had this really for two weird. days. It's it's fucking weird. Maybe they don't like it and they don't want to. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like just no one wants to address it. And like it's like, but like I'm pretty. Uh, it's I've had I've had this. What did I have this like three I years feel ago? Like you should play a game of chicken with them now to see who see who, who cracks met. first. Yeah. But See like, how long it's, it's, it takes it's before they like, finally say something. I'm not even talking about like people in control who like it's not that type of place where it's like, oh, you need to shave that mustache to, you know, continue working here. Like I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about like just people around to be like, oh, nice, well, nice or, or even like, oh, that's a horrible stat. I take 
oh, that's a fucking ugly, disgusting You're almost stash. walking around your office like, am I a ghost? Yeah, like, like, this like if they're be, not something really fucked up on my lip here. This couldn't be more here? noticeable. Exactly, yeah, I, I hate that. You, uh, funny story about that um, about time before, the, yeah. the last time I had like the um, full-on stash for Movember. Um, <laughs> same type of scenario. We actually, it was around Thanksgiving time, and we went back to Oregon to my to my wife's parents and I had I was like I, I just want to keep she was like oh you have to shave it like before we go I was like let, uh, let me just have it for like a day or two once we're there like just want to see what your, your parents think what, I, don't, I don't know whatever and they did not reckon like they didn't notice it and like after you know like why? that night because it was like it's they so, picked us up that night and I'll then I'll tell you why <laughs> it so fits your face Oh, it's so perfect that people are like, it's been there forever. Oh, it just okay. feels right. I hear it wasn't like that good then, and and like they just also didn't there even, aren't they there didn't aren't too many people in the world just... with like orange stashes. Yours is kind of orange. Yeah, it is orange. It's not red. It's orange. Oh yeah, it's very rare. Yeah, it's a rare breed of stash. But maybe you, people you are... see my beard all the time. Yeah, but it doesn't. And it's orangey. It's not as strikingly orange. Oh, because it's like so pale. Yeah, it's pale, 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 pale orange. It's more spread it's out. This is concentrated orange. Yeah, it's it's. I I I'm so confused at work. When when do I have to shave this? I guess. All right. Other than the mustache, I'm saying like, do I have one more day at work? Yeah, you could. Yeah, you I'll do have one, one more day. day and then I'll shave it. Anything tomorrow else? Any, anything else different in Yosef World? Well, you got to experience the the front lines of Yosef World last week. Why? You oh, just because it was. Right oh, just because the... it was chaos in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It wasn't that bad. Oh, wasn't that bad? I thought you were like just. I say terrified. it's not that bad, like, but in I... the moment wait, wait. you were terrified. I say it's not that bad, but I went home after that and went back to sleep for the rest of the day. No, I know, <laughs> but like that's the thing. Like <laughs> that's the level of exhaustion. <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, what was the big deal? It was literally a half hour of my life that I then needed to sleep off for the next five hours. So <laughs> tell me about it. See, yeah. that's. Oh God! Yeah, you were you were uh, thrown right into the mix. When I was a kid, uh, I definitely thought I'd have like a family and do that. But now, uh-huh. b- being at that age, like no, oh yeah, no, God no. Yeah, All right. Well. So if you have nothing else to report, I want to get right into it. Well, my wife said he's like, okay, like Robbie is never gonna have a family after that. <laughs> like he's he's just like if he even had the semblance of thinking he might have a kid down was, the road was. Warted it by, was just by that morning. Confirmation of it was just no. chaos. Yeah, chaos. Well, just to, I'll let the <laughs> listeners in. I uh, slept over at uh, Castle Feldstein last week, and in the morning there were two kids, and they were just <laughs> running around crying, screaming about everything, anything and everything, just everything. Maybe they were upset by me. Was it me? Were they no, the startled? Little, by the little a... one was a little afraid, but th- she—that's her every morning, just like freaking out over nothing. I'll just say, I mean, I was exposed to kids for about 30 minutes, and in that 30 minutes, I it made sense to me why people might hit their kids. <laughs> oh, I, I do not condone that, and I have never done that. Just you're let the record there, And you're just weighing all the options of, like, something's got to shut them the fuck up. <laughs> I think at one point, I just left one out on the porch. There's got to like, be something. Like, for two minutes, like, fuck that. <laughs> you stay outside. Uh, All right. So I'm going to get right into it. And on that note, while we're talking about your kids, I have a firm philosophy that brings me tremendous comfort in my life, which is I feel like there's no winning. 
That's my take on life. It's that like everything, anything that's worthwhile takes so much work that it's almost not even worth it. Like take kids. I think that's part of your human experience. I think uh-huh. if you don't have kids at some point on the backside of your life, you didn't do the one thing you were supposed to do and it's miserable. Uh-huh. But having kids fucking sucks. Oh dude. yeah. Like you're winning at having kids, but you have to actually you do it. Like yeah. you have to do it. You have yeah. to experience that every day. And that's like one of those things that they tell you in life. Like it's all about having balance, but you can't half be in on kids. You either have kids oh, yeah. or you, you have don't. To be eff- have to be fully committed, right? And if you're not fully committed, you'll always feel like a piece of shit for not and being a good parent. And you kind of are, a piece and you of are shit. a piece yeah. of shit, which you don't feel good about. So it's like you either have to just put in that work and be miserable putting in that work, or maybe you find it fulfilling. That's an option too. But I feel like there's that lie of like they're being balanced, which to me there isn't. Take cookies. I love cookies, but there's no eating one cookie. That doesn't exist in my world. I've the, never eaten one cookie. Of course you haven't. Like, there might be people out there who... But to me, that doesn't exist. They're, like, the second I yeah. find something I like, I'm a compulsive guy. I just I just invented a new problem. Like, <laughs> it, this isn't like, oh, yeah, I found this new fun thing. It's like, oh, this is going to be an issue for a little while. Like, <laughs> like for instance, if I took a bird watching, if I discovered that I like bird watching, which just for is instance. a theoretical, I would be moving out of my house into a tree. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's... It, all right. But... You can't do things half-assed. No, there's no... There, there's no casual but what i'm getting at with that is i feel like that to me is the essence of the the, what i would say the misery or the pain of being a human being it's this actually biblical god cursed adam that he'd have to work right and i feel like as human beings we're we're kind of pleasure seeking or we're kind of wired in my opinion in my case to be lazy i don't want to be bothered or do anything but at some point if you're just lazy and you don't deal with anything you start inventing your own problems your brain just kind of goes wild it's like you need something to fill the you need some problem to struggle with that is all of life is like we're supposed to be problem solving and if you're lucky you're solving the right problems but i think we're cursed with with basically like i'm lazy i don't want to struggle but that's what life is like Mm -hmm. if you don't if you don't realize it you're not playing the game right right life is about struggle and so to me, you, you take that into account, I feel like as human beings, we're all in it together. Like, that's why it's worth being nice to people. We're all in this losing game together. We're all stuck here playing this game that nobody can losers. win. There's no winning at this. Like, you might think, like, anyone who's rich had to put in a shit ton of work, and it wasn't worth it. Or, like, take Donald Trump. I don't think Donald Trump's happy. There is no happy. You know what I mean? It's just struggle. It's just choices. It's, it's winning and losing. There's no winning at, at all, right? Okay. So you take this terrorist guy... <laughs> And to me, that's what makes him a dick. We're all in this together, buddy. Like, like I, I, I even get his perspective a little bit. He wants to create, like, he wants to, in other words, increase the consequences of what the U.S. might be doing in other countries. I think that's what his logic might be, and so therefore very he's high level, contributing to, to good in the world, in his opinion, the way he sees the world, because he's creating consequence in the only way that he can. He can't. He doesn't have access to go kill Trump. He doesn't have things to create a war. But if enough people like him wreaked havoc in the streets, maybe we would create a different you know, foreign policy than being over there in the countries. I think that's what those people think. Okay. Why you don't you don't? No, I, I, you just fleshing that out in a very realistic, normal way, right? Is terrifying. You mean because you realize that they that they have like a like a, you saying yeah. that it's not that you would agree with that or take those matters into your own hands, but no, of course you, not. You said no it one... in a way where you're like, oh, and you know, if I felt the same way, like yeah, fuck it, I would do. You know, like well, here's the thing: no one's a villain in life. Even Hitler thought he was out doing good in the world. Okay. Everyone constructs what they're doing in their head as I'm doing the right thing. It's an, it's always an end justifies the means approach. 
So like in you Hitler, think in every single scenario, I think you have. I think in in occasion you have like um like psychopaths who just don't have any emotions, so they're con- constructing things differently in their brain. But I do think the typical individual, even when they're doing something not like they have an end, take like uh Breaking Bad. Well, that was what oh, that yeah, show yeah. was about. It was it started as hey, I'm gonna do this Make shitty thing, X but number, for my family, yeah. and then maybe he went down a dark path, and towards the end, it was just uh, for the thrill of the game. I would say that's yeah. kind of where that ended up. It was just about the power and loving the power uh-huh. and being fucking going from Walter White. But to, even uh, even that was it was like what was his name? He needed to prove it. Huffin White. I can't. What was his name? What the, his alter ego? Oh Heisenberg. Heisenberg, because that was that scene in the desert. Where he goes, <laughs> say, say my say name. Say my name. <laughs> <laughs> it, t- it turns into Batman all of a sudden because he's he's high on the power. So. Uh, in my opinion, you know, damn straight. I think that's what he says after the guy says Heisenberg. Just take it from what this guy did wrong. Don't be a dick in life. We're all in this together and it sucks. And that's what it fucking is. And don't make it worse. Don't make it worse. There's no reason. Don't contribute. Don't don't be a part of the prop. Be a part of the solution. What was the old pollution slogan? Like, I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't yeah, I don't know either. I think I might have just made up something. Solution that, about that, pollution? Yeah, it sounded right. like it, it rhymed. Nice. And so I wanted to create a quote that I don't think ever existed. Now, when just I Just because heard, I didn't know it yeah. doesn't mean that it didn't exist. No, nah, no. Nah, you know every slogan that ever oh, happened. come on. <laughs> you're, an, you're a slogan <laughs> expert, buddy. That's why we had you on the show. Um, now, when the incident happened, there was a part of my brain that went to, oh, please don't let this be a terrorist. Oh, yeah. That's you, a, you agree that's, also? That's where I... And, but the straight reason, off the bat. But the reason why is because I feel I actually feel like there's so much hatred in the world and there's so much evil that we're doing like, because we're afraid of these people. Someone just fell asleep. Like, no, I wasn't even thinking that. I was like, I was hoping that it was like an American that went off the rails because to me that's less like. But how about that guy in Vegas? Like that already happened. And yeah, but to me, so because to me these things are freak occurrences and it's because they're so scary and compelling that like we do shitty things in response to them. So you take what happened in Las Vegas and we'll kind of go, all right, this was a freak accident. Whereas we might take something like this and go, okay, we have to go to war in these places. Right. Now but I'm saying it's not like the Vegas thing was anything great. No, no, no. Neither one was good, but I, I guess <laughs> in some weird way of having empathy for bearded Muslim people who live in this country, I saw that and I was like, oh, this sucks for you guys. In a way, yeah. Now, with that being said, when this guy goes ahead and does this thing, why doesn't he just shave the beard and put on a Mets jersey? No, because that's that's a thing. Like, they're, they're still... Um, I don't want to, like, generalize, but, like, still acting out in the manner that their faith is... Right, kinda but then, like, but you, but then you don't allow everyone else to be stereotyped. Kind of, I don't think they, I don't think he necessarily cares about that. Right. So I, so I'm saying, if you're doing this to try and benefit like other Muslims, I, I, I don't think don't that's think part of the shit. equation. You think he just wanted to kill some people in the name of yeah, in the name of his Lord. All right. Um, that got heady right off at the front. We're sorry. We don't, we don't bring people on the show to depress them. That's not what we're about. That wasn't so depressing. I guess not. I guess in the, in, in whatever. Okay, guys. I guess we'll, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to change topics here and, um, we're going to get into some other news and events that took place. And the first is just to lighten up the mood here. I, I waste a lot of my life on YouTube. I mean, too much of my life on YouTube. But I came across this movie preview for what I think might make for the worst movie of all time. What's the movie? Um, it's called Den of Thieves. 
Den of the. I haven't it's even with, heard of it. It's with Gerald Butler, who doesn't have a great like um, streak of good movies. I haven't. Not at all. But you guys. But I only see good, bad movies now. That's true. So you might actually like this. But the the dialogue was just so bad. I felt like it had to be highlighted on the show. So here we're gonna play a bit from this preview. important thing keep your finger off the trigger at all times unless you need to shoot somebody that was his advice <laughs> hey don't shoot the gun unless you actually need to shoot somebody <laughs> that sound device that sound device that was like but that was the core dialogue that they had to get across <laughs> at the beginning of the movie is here's your gun keep the finger off the trigger unless you got to shoot somebody and if you do need to shoot somebody we'll hear what he says next when that happens and if you shoot him, make sure you really shoot him. <laughs> All right, let's watch some more of this unbelievable preview. Keep your eyes open. Every cop in the country is going to be looking for us. All right, so it's a little more till the next stupid moment. It's basically a movie about, uh, I, I guess they they like robbing stuff, and Gerald B- Butler's the cup cop, the uh-huh. cup, the cop, <laughs> and he likes policing what's being robbed. So I just wanted to jump ahead to the next point of dialogue that really struck out to me as being the ultimate and stupid. Do you know what this means? It means I am a member of a gang. Only we. Have- oh, I gotta back it up. Maybe we should. I, I don't think I'm gonna do too many more visual gags. <laughs> I'm realizing no, it's you kind of it's you, a dialogue. You kind of have to have this in front of you. So Gerald <laughs> Butler, he's the cop. He's got him one of the bad guys, and he's interrogating him, and he's showing him his tattoo. Just means means I am a member of a gang. Only we have badges, which means you are done. <laughs> <laughs> he's too polite. It sounds like. Thank you for appreciating how bad of a line that is. <laughs> We're the cops. And once we bust you, <laughs> you're busted. You're not going to be able to rob bad. anymore. <laughs> Real bad. Maybe that's just like the dialogue in the day of Trump. Like <laughs> You're really simplifying things. What you did was wrong. <laughs> you, you were out robbing, but once you're behind bars, there's no more robbing. <laughs> you're done. You're fired. All right. Well, so, okay, I'm happy that you agreed with me that that was uh, terrible dialogue. I, not, I, I won't even see that movie. Thank it's- you. All right, now is I want to talk about the new press secretary, and I wasn't even aware that there was a new press secretary. Scaramucci? No. The Scar- Mooch? No, was the Mooch the press secretary? For like three minutes. Oh, I didn't even realize he had the job. No, um, there's this new chick. She's the press secretary. Clearly, she's not getting the same ratings as Spicer. <laughs> when it comes to the ratings game, she does not have what he had, because I haven't heard her once. She's been around for a while. I didn't even I hear realize. Her every day. Where do you hear her? I'm Bloomberg. Well, she doesn't make the newspaper, which means she's no. Not she's the, not. She's not a um, appointment TV like Spicer was. Like she's on for the press conferences. She had. She was featured. This. I don't know if this is what you're going to touch on, but her analogy to the um, to the taxes, the, the tax and the beers. Yeah, it was. Um, 
So basically, uh, that is how I first came across her. So oh, before, that was your first. That was my first for, thing, foray into. And, and I was looking at. I was like, oh, I didn't realize we had a new press secretary. Know. So here's the first thing I have to say about her. Sarah Sanders. Sarah Sanders is that she looks like John Candy name? dressed in drag. <laughs> That's first and foremost. <laughs> That's okay. Horrible. I'm just. I call him the way Come I see now. him. I call him the way I see him. That's I what she looks like. I think she's not. She's attractive for yeah. a heavier lady. Believe me, that would be a win for me at this point. But that's what she looks like. Um, now, she's got a great southern draw. Absolutely. Yes, great southern draw. And I feel like they clearly picked her because Trump was like, they can't they can't attack a, a chubby chick the same way they attack Spicer. Well, he was kind of like a chubby chick. Yeah, I guess. But, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you can be right, ruthless right, right, right. against a white dude, but you get some chubby chick up there, the news can't kind of attack them in the same way. The next dude with that job is just going to be like an armless cripple. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, on the point, I actually wasn't going to play that, um, but she got too bogged down in the numbers of that example. What she was trying to say, which was interesting, is like... Um, no, they do this all the Just time. The breakdown. No, they do this all the time where liberals will be like, hey, you're you're giving money to the rich. It's like, no, we're taking less from them. And so in her example, what she was trying to explain is that, the, firstly, the inaccuracy in the way people um, will present percentages. Uh-huh. So it's like you had group two was it got less of a percentage off on the beers, but at the end of the day, they were still spending less money. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing, the other point that she was making, which was interesting, is you still have three people who are getting everything for free just because the rich people are actually there and paying for it. So even if they're paying less, uh-huh. those three people still get shit for free. If you get Regardless rid of the rich of, people yeah. altogether. But the real argument she was trying to make, she got a little too bogged down in her example. The argument she was trying to make, I'll just reiterate because it it's a good point. You can tell it to your friends. You can write it to your lovers. You can put it in an email. You can. S- s- Slap it on your balls. I don't know where I'm going with this, okay. but the real point is that's the obvious next step after writing an email. <laughs> you could send an email to someone, or you could slap it on your balls. Whatever helps. What? Whatever helps you remember information. I'm not there to judge how you like to remember facts, but no. The point is, if they give a tax deduction to rich people, like it doesn't mean they're giving money to rich people or favoring rich people. They're taking less of their shit. All right, let's move on. There was another white supremacist rally. Oh my god! And it, it, it's already not even and getting as much coverage. And you weren't there. I gotta, I gotta get on board with this. We need some show budget, you motherfuckers. Like, tell your friends. I know how to get sponsorships. You tell your friends. We grow this audience from three hundred people to about ten thousand people. That we could really move. This guy doesn't need a day job anymore, and I could start traveling the country and stirring up some shit at these rallies. So, it's it's on our listeners. All the right. cam- the campaign for 10,000 listeners. You want to get on the phone for a day? Just start calling random people in the phone book and getting them to subscribe to our... Absolutely not. We could make an episode of that. That could be really funny. Uh, okay. A phone... A, a, a Rob's newsroom... A Rob's newsroom. I mean, a, oh, a run... God, you can't even you can't even get our show straight. A run-your-mouth phone drive. There hasn't been a newsroom in, in three decades. And, All right. Let's and you not, can't even talk... You don't even the name of our show. Let's not let's not talk about the perils of newsroom. Let's talk about let's focus on the positive here. And we are going to put about together what, what's the name of our show, Rob? We're going to put together a campaign <laughs> to get 10,000. It's going to be the campaign to get Rob out of a day job. You're still going to have to work for a living. I'm sorry, oh, buddy. Perfect. <laughs> but you but That's you actually what I want. Yeah. But, you, but you actually have a job. Like I don't really so I, I need this a little more. Once we get to 20,000, then you can well, you wouldn't be able to afford to get no out of your No way. You wouldn't be able to afford to get out of your job. Uh, no. No. 
No, because I'm looking at like me getting out of a job, which is like 300 bucks a week, and I'm like, I'm fucking rich. <laughs> it take a little more than that, but not a lot more. Um, okay, let's move on. Listeners, if you want to get in on the one-day phone drive where we will call random people and get them to subscribe and like our show on... That would be fun. That could be a fun day, potentially. For could, you, yeah. I could write that would up, be really I, fun I for could, you. I could write up sales scripts. You would be... You Let's would get have a whole so, team. You would have so much fun. I'll put on a suit. Yeah. We'll do a whole... That would be fun for you. We'll drink like a whole pot of coffee just so we're fucking wired. Maybe, maybe get some crank or some PCP going, you know? All right. Let's move on. What the fuck was next? We were talking about the... Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. No, we were done with that John Candy oh, the bitch. W- <laughs> <laughs> the white supremacists? <laughs> yeah, we were talking about the white supremacists. So I was watching um, everything I could get my hands on from this newest rally, which wasn't as well reported. People have already kind of tired on yeah. the white supremacists. It's like Not it's that old, exciting. It's old news. But all right, let's start by playing this clip right here about the rally. Members of the League of the South, a white supremacist group founded by Michael Hill, a retired history professor who lives just across the Tennessee line in northern Alabama. And when clashes broke out in the streets with anti-fascist protesters, this one involving Hill himself, League members saw it as a fulfillment of their leader's declaration of war. There Okay, now, that was a news reporter. Now I want. That's yeah, he, sound, he almost sounds like an autistic shit. version of. A I was news gonna reporter. say it sounded like one of those like uh, robot computer voices. Uh, that, blah blah blah. But so once again, a visual thing. But basically, what this guy, this old guy, is flashing his cane around, and then this guy interprets that as being a declaration of war. And if that's a declaration of war, you got to go over to my grandfather's house because he's at war with his television right now. You can go there any any evening and the guy's at war with my grandmother and the fucking television screen. It's the most outlandish comment ever. So now, shocking discovering. Shocking discovery. This is almost as good as discovering the cure to cancer. Are you excited for this discovery? Go. It could be better. So you would not have expected this. What the fuck? You, would, you know what you wouldn't have expected? That when I came to my computer and had the thing loaded to the exact second that I needed for, somehow I'd have to reload it. Okay, Yosef, while yes. I load this back up to the exact moment that we needed to be at, and the fucking thing's not here, I want to throw my computer at the fucking wall. You're, it's basically the equivalent of your cane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the roommate comes out like, did you just declare war? <laughs> oh my fucking lord, dude. All right, Yosef, while I have to reload this. Yes. And my internet appears to be down. And we have tech issues galore. Part of the campaign is going to be um, getting ourselves a good producer so that these things are up and ready to go. But what do you think was this incredible discovery about white racists? Discovery about them? Yes, I made a grand discovery. Hmm. Hmm. All right, here it is. Let's find out. race like peanut butter and jelly... Nothing goes better than a racist guy, like good old racism, and La Bamba. Here we go. You're getting started. So you can party all you want to, you degenerate. Wait, I'm just getting started. Is that being played at the rally? Or no, so this is what or happened. Is it like across the, the yard? The like... opposing side to piss him off is playing La Bamba. <laughs> But it goes together so well. 
It just brings so much jolliness to it. Like, la, la, bum, you're fucking. <laughs> Basically, you could throw anything on La Bomba and it's going to be, it just flows. Yeah, it's got a nice, maybe we could change our, our uh, intro, intro song to, to La Bomba. To La Bomba. And then I realized, you know, I don't speak Spanish. The original version could be a racist thing. <laughs> <laughs> like could, the actual meaning of the... Yeah, it could be like, uh, the white man is evil. <laughs> he steals all our shit, you know? I have no idea. But then here was the other thing I was thinking. La Bamba could be the greatest, like, so- the perfect m- music for if you ever have to deliver bad news to somebody. So all here right. we go. I'm going to play, play La Bamba, and you deliver the bad news to an old wife that her husband just died in a car accident. Here we go. Miss, I'm very sorry, um, but uh, I have some bad news to to let you know about. Your husband died in a car accident. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just really terrible. Um, he it, it was it was a brutal scene. on the highway. <laughs> God Almighty, can't even think. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we made our point about the power of La Bamba. <laughs> okay. Now, I have an idea for these racists. Okay. So what's going on is they're going down there, and these people... By the way, I, I spent 45 minutes trying to find this, but the, the, the Black Lives Matter people really upped their heckle game. They were screaming some great heckles. I, I, I took my notes earlier in the week. I couldn't find the fucking video because I... I I'm what, what were they saying? I, we don't need to hear it. I can't it. fucking remember. I remember that there was one they were playing uh, like the I Ain't Afraid of No Ghost song, which is pretty funny, like from Ghostbusters, because no, okay. they were... That was funny. And then they had some other ones where they were just like, you have small dicks. You have, <laughs> you like, they were just like screaming out really obnoxious things, which which is great. Um, but I have an idea for these white terrorist people. The white terror they're not terrorists, they're the white supremacist. supremacist people. I got a good idea for them. Um, if you've got money, you want to invest in this business, this is the best idea I've had yet. You ready for this? I'm Are you ready, ready for this, Yosef? White supremacist rally, silent disco. <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever seen a silent disco. This is what nope. they do. They go to pl- areas where you can't be loud. Everyone puts on headphones. Oh, I have seen that. They fucking play crazy loud like music. And they're dancing and around. They're, they're dancing around because in their hair, they're at a fucking disco. Uh-huh. But if you're looking at it, it's completely silent. These people are going to these areas. They can't give their speeches because no one can hear them because everyone's screaming and heckling and yelling. and la- They just got to get that fucking headphone system going. Silent racist rally. No one has to hear what they're even saying. But then, then it's useless. No, because they're still showing up, having their numbers, being able to give their speeches, light up their cause, and then they can even still they can still broadcast it to piss everyone else off. And then the fact that they can't be heard because all these people think they're heckling them in their own headphones, they they get the whole thing. Okay. All right. Now, I was realizing though, you know, as all these speeches are getting heckled, and nobody can hear each other, like, is there anything that profound in a racist speech? <laughs> like, you, you know, all the talking points. Shh. <laughs> I'm trying to listen. He's really making a good point there. I didn't realize Jews were stealing our money. Did anyone know that Jews were stealing our money? Wow, that's profound. Unbelievable. Do you know that black people were bad? I didn't know that. Wow, this was so informative. It's a good thing I spent my Sunday doing this. All right, you ready for that? I got really good tickets to the Supremacist Rally. (laughs) My God, did I learn some news. I spent so much money on SeatGeek to get the best seats at this rally. Not yet a sponsor, but we will take your money. <laughs> All right. I got some healthcare news for you. Did you read about CVS buying CVS? buying Aetna? Yes. What was your take? Well, it's not done yet, but what 
why do I need a take? This is what I was shocked by. How do you not have an opinion on everything you read, buddy? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Even if you don't don't. have an opinion, just invent (laughs) one. Um, my take was I'm you hear so much about the power of like insurance agencies and and the drug I, I couldn't believe that CVS is so large that it could potentially buy one of the largest insurance companies. Well, they could raise money to to the per- it doesn't mean that they're oh, I figured bigger they were. than them, but they could take them. But that on still means that the by... market considers CVS to be have more value than it's not more value. It's it's more like um that that happens a lot in in mergers and acquisitions. Oh, I didn't where, realize like, that. Like you at don't all. necessarily need to be the bigger company per se. But the market can, has to perceive that you have more yeah, value they're, that they're willing to give you the funds yeah, and not yeah. the other company the funds. All right. Let's all take this back about 45 was seconds in time. Was that your only time. take like where it was like no, no. See, okay, go, I had go ahead. I had an incredibly dumb joke that I wanted to tell. So we're going to go take ahead. this back 45 seconds in time sure. and pretend like my premise was totally accurate so I could tell this punchline that Yeah, t- that's hold on wait. Let's let's rewind. No, no, but it's yeah, totally re- not that, worth the oh, payoff. That's, but this that's is so- that's ridiculous that see they're they're much smaller than Aetna. How, I know. Could, how could they possibly buy them? Thank you. That's what I've been saying. And you know, you hear all this talk about like big pharma, forget big pharma, the people we have to fear is big toothbrush. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> All right, thanks for coming back on my side on that one. Yeah, no problem. All right, now here's the other thing we have in no, healthcare. No, I'm not on your side. <laughs> in fact, I quit the show permanently. We will never do this again. All right, as a byproduct, and this does not make sense to me whatsoever, I read the article more than once, which I usually do to try and comprehend things, but I might have even read this three times. It makes no sense to me, but Trump and is trying to cut off like federal payments and unwind Obamacare somehow since he knocked out one federal subsidy and makes another federal subsidy automatically larger. I can't even follow this. However, as a byproduct of what he did, there will be more people who qualify for free Ameri- um, affordable health care plans. Oh. Now, Bernie Sanders heard that, and he's like, the dude was pissed off. He's like, wait, I'm the free guy over here. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm the I'm, I'm the guy who does That's the free my stuff. Stick. That's my thing. You're stepping on my territory here, buddy. All right, and now we're actually read our uh, last topic for the evening. All right, which is Hollywood's schoolboy football factory. Hollywood's schoolboy football factory. So there's a school out. I'm having a really hard time with my computer right now. Um, there's a school out in Hollywood. Uh huh. Um and. Kids will pay $78,000 a year to go to the school and play on the most elite football team in the entire country. And they have the absolute best training facilities mm-hmm. so that when you leave this high school, basically, if you played on this team in high school, you're getting a scholarship to play at the top colleges uh-huh. and you're on the pe- you're on it's a- like a football prep school. Like, exactly. To the extreme. Ultimate ultra expensive. Um, now in my opinion, I have no problem with this cause I see this as being the way the world improves itself mm-hmm. is that extremely rich people invest in their own kids so that their kids are incredibly talented. Now, what's shocking to me is that people that are this wealthy would invest in an activity that gives you brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have money so your kids don't have to play football. <laughs> you football put them is on for different... people who are fucked. <laughs> and so they'll go bash heads against each other and your kids don't need the college scholarships. If you're investing 78 grand a year so that your kid can be good at football, you're not doing that for the scholarship and you're probably not doing that even... Well, it's more about getting into an elite program in college. Like, but the, who cares? like the best football team, not like, 
oh, like, but what they, is they don't care about the the money from that standpoint. But but the point they is, they want to, you know. Okay, but what's what's get, the, what's so great about get, being an elite football program? To to try to, and get into the NFL. That's yeah, the to role be there? to to play for Alabama, to play for you know Florida, to play for Ohio State. What's so great about playing? For, just because it's a thrill to play for those schools. Those schools are like the premier schools. No, no, I get that that's the premier school. But if I'm like a really rich dude, uh-huh. and I'm like, what what skills do I want to invest into my kid? Oh no, I get you from that standpoint. Right. But like when you're saying like, oh, like why would they want to get into the best college football teams? Like because that's the goal. You know, from that standpoint, like. You could go to like just some mediocre high school and play on the high school football team and like not be trained as well. And then it's like, oh, you might get onto, you know, some second rate college football team or you can, you know, go to this prep school and go to, you know, be the quarterback for Alabama. I don't really see the thrill of being the lead. Also, if you're this rich, you want to get your kids laid, just buy them some nice cars and give them some drugs. That like, That's a winning formula, you know? And by the way, I wish that this was the case. It's not the case. I wish this was the case, but I wish like it was like these ultra-rich white kids, and they go to the school, and they learn all this shit, and then they went to play poor urban kids and just got the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> and like, the school's I, not even that good. Right. I wish it was that, but it's not. They happen to be absolutely like, incredible. Good. Yeah, they're totally incredible. Um, but it's now- all white guys? No, I, I bet they're. Yeah. You know what? The article didn't state <laughs> the breakdown, the, the racial makeup. Yeah, of it didn't the team. state the breakdown. Um, okay, so here I want to read this uh, this quick paragraph from this article. So the family thought EJ, some random kid, would benefit from the boarding school's specialized environment. On one of his first days, he took a mental conditioning class to help him perform under pressure. Mister Nadoma Ogar says his son told him they told us to stare at a plant for thirty minutes. Now, if that was me, I would just leave. That's it. <laughs> that would just be the end of, like, this school's r- ridiculous. I'm not well, fucking doing this. I would stare at a plant for 30 minutes. I, I, I would not. I'd end up, like, eating the plant or, like, <laughs> I don't Smoking know. Smoking it. Yeah, maybe that. Okay, so after lunch, classes and tutoring sessions run until 5.30 p.m., uh-huh. followed by dinner in the cafeteria which is kale salads and protein shakes. It's not like sloppy joes and soda. And then the evening includes more team meetings and study hall before a 9.45 curfew, mandatory lights out to 10.45. I read this and I think, when are these kids jerking off and smoking weed? (laughs) This is no way to go through high school. This is no way to live. Which, by the way, on the same note, that's why some people are successful in life. <laughs> there you go. That they go to high school and they do nothing but fucking work and they get conditioned to to work hard and win. And that's why the rest of us, like, you want to know why the successful people are successful? It's because that kind of shit's been instilled with them since yeah. they were kids and they fucking work hard versus the rest of us, which are, you know, we just don't work hard. I don't work hard. That's why I'm unsuccessful. I don't work hard. That's it. It's what you put into it. All right. Here's the last paragraph. Those facilities are signs of a cultural shift in youth sports away from backyards and sandlots. The overall market for youth sports is expected to balloon to $41.2 billion in 2023 from an estimated $19.8 billion this year. So I read that, and now I want to point out two other stories. So first is we have America currently spends $20 billion on athletic facilities for its youth, okay? Mm-hmm. Then you take just into, at the high school level. Just at the high school level. Then you take into fact into consideration the fact that we currently have an opiate epidemic in this country. <laughs> now, if you have an opioid epidemic, in order for people to be addicted to painkillers, at some point someone had to pay for painkillers. Now, 
What do you think is one of the, I don't know the largest, but a large export that we have in this country. I just found this out. I never would have thought this, but we actually export basically garbage to China. We bring in raw goods and then all the shit that we like recycle, it basically gets recycled back to, it gets sent back to them. It's one of our major exports is trash. So they, so like the garbage men pick up the trash. Some of it gets then, sorted, not all of it, but a, like a, a pretty substantial amount, like tons of trash. So it gets, gets exported put on like a shipping container and back sent to, China to China for them to then use our trash. And when I say trash, we're talking like scrap, scrap metal, but oh, okay. like scrap plastic, like all, all the sorts big bulk of shit. stuff, yeah. Yeah. Now, so in other words, China loans us money for us to consume goods that we then basically ship back out to them and give them back the shit. Like, we eat the meal at the restaurant, and then we sell them back the shit after we consume (laughs) what we got at the restaurant. We have enough money in this country that people who are poor are somehow addicted to painkillers. Somehow, they they managed to scrape together enough money to have an opioid problem, and then we have the ability that we're spending $20 billion a year on athletics. I read all this, and I'm just thinking, there's some imperialism going on in the world. There's no way for a country to be consuming on this level without, in in a poetic way, enslavement of other people in other countries to support it. This is not natural. Right. It's just not natural. There, we're $20 billion a year on athletic facilities. There's something going on in the world that's allowing us to consume in ridiculous ways. True. Yeah. All right. That's, that's it. That's all I got. All right. You want to comment on anything before we call it a night? Did we hear back from... Uh the jelly lady? Jelly lady's our biggest fan. Very nice lady. What'd she think of our uh, reviews? Um, she actually had warned me beforehand that the syrup was rather potent. Oh, okay. I just don't yeah. read that good. We've established that. Yes. So she was like, dude. Oh, we definitely know that. She was like, dude, I told you, don't overboard it with the syrup. Like, I, I made that known. Um, but she was uh, thankful and she... Uh, you know, she she comments on, on what we throw out into the world, and she's educated, and she goes, I, I don't think you're an idiot, and then I come back on the air, and I say more n- nonsense, and then Idiotic she comes back stuff. and goes, hey, you're not that an idiot, and then I'm like, all right, I guess I'm not that big of an idiot. I can say more nonsense, so, you know. She keeps us going. Yeah, yeah, Um, And she should send us more syrup. <laughs> <laughs> and whoever else is out there, send us some free shit. Ooh, it's it's the great. The reviews of our, of our podcast are coming back roses, Robbie. Wait, do we have actual reviews on iTunes? No, I'm just. Oh, you mean the people who say nice things? Hey, said last week we were just on fire. Listen, if you're out there, you're listening to the show right now. Text, takes to start a fucking chain letter that goes on like a plague, and text ten of your friends that if they don't download this tomorrow, their mom's gonna die. You remember those old chain letters? Yeah, with like the with the horrible things as a kid. Oh my god, that used to scare the shit out of me. (laughs) Like if I, you used to like pass them on like. You're like, if I don't Everyone? get this to 10 people, my dick's going to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get this out there. <laughs> so, oh. guys, uh, interact. Rob's Newsroom at gmail.com. Send me, send me some emails. Send me some pictures of your wieners. Take your clothes off. Don't do that. I mean, I don't really care. Send me whatever the fuck you want. Come visit me in the afternoon. We already established that. No one took me up on that offer. I will give you my address. I'm here in the afternoons, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, you know, review us on iTunes. Share us with your friends. Uh, show up at Yosef's house in the middle of the day and watch his whiny kids. Uh, any anything else to report? I will not be giving my address. But Yosef's address is 